Hello and welcome to this episode of Beyond the Bio. Today I am joined by the lovely Lottie, who is our podcast and marketing executive here at Moja. Welcome Hi, to Beyond everybody. the Bio. <laughs> Tell us a bit about your role here in terms of all the podcasting stuff, just to give us a bit of context. So, well, I mean, the podcasts at Moja are booming, so it's like a really good way to raise your profile obviously as we know kind of gives people like more of a background to you makes you authentic and real so a lot of the clients have been kind of jumping on it and starting their podcasts so I think there's around 10 maybe that I do at the minute so it ranges from booking the guests in trying to find the guests planning the podcast episodes and then editing and releasing them for the clients awesome and doing doing a cracking job as well so let's just think about if someone is listening to this and they maybe don't have the budget to come and make use of our fantastic studio and they want to just get started and they just want to get going what's the bare minimum kit that people need to to just get started so somebody told me once that the starting point of the audio is the microphone so it's better to have a high quality microphone but they can be really expensive which I understand isn't ideal for everybody but also nowadays the recording on your iPhone is pretty good so you can use that definitely or laptops they normally have the built-in microphones and that's normally pretty good as well so it depends if you wanted to do it in person or online that kind of thing but also I think that the content of the actual podcast you can kind of get over the quality of the audio if the content is good. And especially during lockdown and stuff, when a lot of the things on radio and podcasts and stuff was everything was done remotely, our ears have kind of trained to ignore the quality, mm. if that makes sense. So I think it's if the content's good, then it doesn't really matter too much on the quality. Yeah, it's more about just getting started, isn't it? Because if you don't ever start, then... <laughs> like you've just got to get going with these things okay so thinking about you know if someone's just gonna record something on their phone are there any little tips and tricks around what they can do to improve the sound quality so one thing that's always in my mind that drives me nuts when I'm listening to other people's podcasts is when they don't turn the notifications off and I hear like their whatsapp pinging or an email notification and I just think oh that's so basic like everyone can turn those things off any, yeah. anything else like that yeah definitely so obviously turn all your notifications off even the vibration as well because if you've got it resting on something you don't want it to vibrate trying to make it so that there's no noise around you at all and the best way to do it as well is to listen through headphones because then you can hear what's getting picked up through the microphone and also the sounds around you you might not really think of you kind of might just ignore them in day-to-day life so yeah just trying to be in as quiet a room as possible And also it's best to be in a dampened room, which that means basically that it's got a lot of soft furnishings because then that kind of reduces the echo that's around you. So like, say, curtains, sofas, that kind of thing. So you should draw your curtains. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you ever saw those, like the people in lockdown who were recording podcasts and they were kind of sat in a cupboard with a duvet over the head Ah. because it kind of dampens the noise so that it doesn't echo and it makes the sound quality a lot better. Yeah, so and I think that's a top tip as well, using headphones, especially if you're recording online over programs like Zoom or Teams or there's other ones that you can get specifically for podcasts like Riverside and Descript. But if you wear headphones, it reduces the echo coming back through from the other person. So that's a quite a top tip as well mm. too. Yeah. That is a great tip. So say someone has 
recorded it on their phone and they need to upload it and they haven't got a clue how to do that what do they need to do because I know that we're great around uploading it across loads of different platforms so we put our clients podcasts on everything but you know if you literally haven't got a clue and you just start now how do you find out what to use I think it's best to search for the podcast distribution websites we use RSS there's Acast Podbean and there's loads of different ones so I think it's looking and searching and reading everything on the websites and seeing which one's best for you because I know that some of them charge I think on Acast they have a free option so it's just like looking at those different ones and seeing what suits you whether you want to pay if you want to upload it to everything or equally you could just upload it to your YouTube that's free and mm-hmm. um, there's like Mixcloud and stuff as well so it depends where you want to share it and who you're going to be sharing it with. Okay, so, so it's quite low cost to use one of those platforms and get it out across as many as possible. And also, I guess the advantage of going through one of those platforms is that you get some level of analytics that you would be able to use to be able to assess you know, how, how useful it's been. Okay, let's rewind a bit then. So that's the logistics around actually getting it out in the first place. But what about if you're the kind of person that knows the value of doing a podcast, you see everybody's doing them, uh, but you don't really know what you want to talk about or what your topic is. How do you help people to work out what their content's going to be? I think it's rigorous planning. So if you know what you want your podcast to be about, it's kind of planning each episode individually and the kind of themes and topics that you could cover on each episode. And then from there, trying to find the best guests that would suit that theme. And do you think you should always have guests? No, not necessarily. I think if you've got a theme or topic that you want to talk about, you can just chat about it. You don't have to have podcast guests at all. You could just chat about it yourself, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just gives it gives options, doesn't it? And I suppose if I'm thinking about people that are getting started with just a phone, for example, they maybe wouldn't want to have guests. But if they use Zoom or something like that and, and they can bring people in a bit more easily with that. I mean, I like having guests because I think that there's real value to bringing in key experts for very niche topics and also if you get great guests then their audience will listen and and you get a bit of sort of cross what's the word cross cross promotion cross promotion between yours and theirs and and whatnot but I think if you're the expert in that field and you've got things to share with people and you want to share your knowledge then I think that's also fine to just mm. kind of go ahead. And, and you can mix it up. So yeah. with mine, sometimes it's just me rabbiting on for 15 minutes, but you know, I do like to have guests as well because I learn so much from them and I can ask them, ask them lots of questions as well. Yeah, I think that's the important bit as well. You're learning from other people as you're doing the podcast, which is always quite fun and interesting. Mm. And mm. it kind of sparks up conversations that you wouldn't think about normally. Definitely. And so certainly that's something that I've been hearing from people telling me that actually they've then gone on to do business or a collaboration or something with their guests, which is really cool to all podcast magic. So say someone's getting started, they feel like they have to do a podcast because everyone's doing a podcast. They've come up with their idea. They've managed to launch it. Do you know any of the current stats around, you know, how many people are doing podcasts and how long people last and things like that? I don't know the exact stats, but I know that it's kind of like a joke at the minute that... Podcasts just for Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, people are like, everybody's podcasts, so like, why is mine going to get heard? But I think you just have to know your audience, know the themes and the stories that you're going to be telling through your podcast 
and try and get it out there. And also, I think people have this idea when they see people like Stephen Bartlett and they think, I'm going to make a podcast because I want to get rich like him and do all this stuff. And it's like, you have to understand that he's been doing his podcast for like six or seven years now. So I think it's the kind of idea of starting a podcast and then letting it drop off after doing six episodes because you've run out of things to talk about. I think it's important to keep on planning. Know that it's, I mean, as your listeners know, people who've started businesses, things don't happen just overnight. So I think it's about planning and having longevity and it should be something that you enjoy as well. So it shouldn't be a chore to have to do it and keeping it going and knowing that it's not going to blow up overnight. I think that's it. As soon as it becomes a chore, then you may as well just give up because it's just going to be painful. It's going to be like a proper job. But I think you make a really good point there around the consistency and showing up. And I can't remember what the exact number was, but I remember seeing Stephen Barlow talk about his podcast ages ago and saying like literally we get like 20 downloads a month or something in those early days. And then look what he's got now. But the scale of the operation behind the scenes for his podcast now is is exceptional it like is, it is yeah. wild and the amount of money that he's spending on that you know we're never going to get to that point so let's be realistic but actually I think you've only got to hit episode six or seven to be one of the top podcasters for consistency because most people give up and I think there's nothing worse almost than having a series of four or five episodes from four years ago that's just languishing somewhere on iTunes <laughs> or um, Apple Podcasts or wherever Spotify yeah I don't think that's great I think I think you've got to commit to it but maybe if you're not seeing the results that you want it's then refining it and thinking about what's the purpose and what are you getting from it and how are you tracking it I find the analytics really interesting to look at. So for anyone that isn't familiar with these, you usually get or you will get access through the distribution platform to see how many people are downloading it and they'll do it across. Like The first week really is, is, is key, I think. So you'll see the first day, the first three days, the first seven days, and then I think it jumps up to like 14 days, 30 yeah. days, stuff like that, and then, and then just sort of the lifetime of it. But I quite like the Buzzsprout web website which gives you averages each month so they update every month and it will say to you if you get between it's usually around I think if you get over 30 downloads in the first seven days you're automatically in the top 50% of podcasters which isn't a huge amount like all of our clients would would certainly get that but then there's quite a big jump up to the next level so I think to then get to the top 25% you've got to hit 120 downloads and then it goes up to like 5,000 and then 10,000 and stuff like that but yeah the Buzzsprout we'll, we'll stick a link to it because it's it's really cool they update it at the end of every month and, and it doesn't change much it only changes by one or two but it also gives you really interesting stats around where people are listening the lengths of podcast episodes that people are putting out there so you can spot some trends and certainly one thing that I've observed is that the shorter ones seem to be doing a bit better at the moment because people have got a short attention span it's it's quite easy to listen to and I think the likes of Stephen Bartlett who have very long podcasts I will only listen to those if I really like the guest and I usually can't listen to it in one go because it's too long for the yeah. commute. So I might listen to it over like four mornings or something. <laughs> I know I normally listen to the first half an hour and then kind of forget about it. <laughs> yeah, see, that's a shame, isn't it? When yeah. you just put so much into that. So my, from my experience, my observations, I would say short is better and more regular is better because you're then going to get that kind of build up. And you know, what I see is someone... Uh, and I'm making some assumptions here around the data, but I'll see people come on and listen to a particular guest 
and then you can then see in the numbers that they've gone back and listened to other episodes as well, which is really cool, which is what you want. Yeah, right? definitely. Want, mm-hmm. so. I think, well, referring back to one of the podcasts that you did with Jason Greystone, having the three episodes there at the start. So when people find the podcast, they've got three to listen to in one go because it, it's like with Netflix and stuff, people Binge. love binging now, don't they? So it's... Yeah, it's having different ones that they can go back to. Mm, that's that's really, really important point. And I think thinking about how you're going to launch it is really important too. So have you got any advice around how people should launch it? I guess actually even before the launch bit, how should they come up with the category that they put their podcast into? Because that's really key, isn't it, to getting into the charts? and. Yeah, I think the categories, you've got to be quite savvy about it. So you've kind of got to think about your podcast and what genre it's in but then look if it could go into any other more niche yeah more niche of a podcast category so that then in the charts you are doing better and then yeah you can say that you've charted in the top 50 in yeah the UK and stuff like that so it's been yeah finding a category that fits but is maybe more niche than the standard category that you think so so I guess as an example if we look at mine we've got the business category, which is massive, which has got all the heavyweights in. So the reality of me getting into the business chart is, is probably not not huge. But we have it listed in the marketing category, which actually is the perfect fit for this. And the marketing category is less competitive. So this podcast is consistently in that category every week, which is awesome. And if I do get a few more listens, maybe people need to like and share and all those things. Yeah. Then uh, maybe I will get into the business rate and review yeah rate and review (laughs) rate and review and actually that is a a really important point is to get ratings and and reviews and it's very easy to do on certain platforms so spotify all they've got to do is click the stars and apple obviously a bit more detail because you'd prefer them to do reviews so i guess that would be some advice i would give now looking back when people launch to try and encourage as many of those as possible because i think that they're rewarded by those platforms and then pushed out in front of more people when you're searching yeah definitely so that would be good so this is your reminder to do a review and a rating please for beyond the bio it means a lot thank you (laughs) um but yeah that's really important so what what else can they do to launch it what are some cool launch ideas Definitely getting the word out there. So making sure that people know about it before it's coming out to kind of build up the excitement around it. And then, yeah, launch it in conjunction with other things that you're doing. So if there's a big business milestone or if you're doing some kind of event within your business or career anyway, if you could promote it as part of that as well. Mm. Uh, Or just doing a standalone podcast launch party was a pretty cool idea as well because then it's an excuse to get people together and get them listening and build up the hype around it that way definitely and when we've done that for clients we've definitely seen a spike in the listens Mm -hmm. for for their podcast and it starts off as you mean and then if people subscribe then it means that they're getting a notification every week or month or whenever it's out and so it can build up the listenership yeah perfect okay any final tips for listeners wanting to get started with podcasts i think one final thing that i'll say is that when people are looking at these podcasts that are doing really well with loads of listens and they're thinking that's the only way that they can monetize but I think having a podcast and getting your name out there you're going to monetize from the people listening and then maybe getting in touch and networking and finding out about your business that way so I think it's not to look at it from the podcast only advertisement monetization it's about looking at getting your voice and name out there 
Great tip. So basically, the advice is to get started, and you can do that pretty much for free if you don't have the budget to use a studio like ours. So just get started and be consistent. And if you say it's coming out weekly or monthly or whatever, commit to that because there's nothing worse than when you actually do get into something and then you're expecting it to come out and it doesn't. That feels like a bit of a letdown, I think, as, as a listener. But yeah, awesome. Well, that's been super helpful. I'm sure our listeners will love to hear those top tips. So thank you for listening and see you next Monday. Thank you for listening. If you're serious about growing your profile, take our free profile assessment quiz to see where you're at right now and get hints and tips on how to improve your score. You'll find the link to the quiz in the show notes. If you've enjoyed the episode, it would be mint if you'd subscribe, like and leave a review. See you next Monday.